the way that we process certain uh, supplements, uh, it's important to, to our health and our body. A good example of this is understanding the pharmacodynamics of um, some uh, drug affinities or uh, the way that your supplements and or medications actually bind to your, your receptors. Uh, the way that your your supplement, your dietary supplements, are actually being absorbed through the uh, through the intestines, and I think that the supplement industry does a very poor job of teaching and understanding, or even taking the the ability to understand or the time to understand the pharmacodynamics uh, or pharmacokinetics. Uh, the way that this functions in human beings. A lot of supplement companies don't even have research chemi chemists or, or, or um, biotechnology expert scientists on staff. They're basically doing private labeling. And there's nothing wrong with private labeling as long as you are consulting with a company that is actually doing the private labeling uh, to ensure that the maximum absorption rate in these studies have been done in maybe human trials and have been approved by the FDA. And if they have not been approved, that there is some sort of evidence, um, anecdotal evidence, that shows that the absorption rate of certain herbs and supplements are going to work in, human, in, in, the, in the human body. Uh, a good example that we talked about just recently was liposomal quercetin, uh, or maybe even ashwagandha, for that matter. Uh, but let's talk about quercetin that has uh, typical quercetin. The benefits of quercetin have been very well documented, and it has a bioavailability of 16, a mere miserable 16%. Yet you'll see you know, hundreds of uh, quercetin ads pop up when you're looking for quercetin. And even in some cases, you're looking at liposomal quercetin, and when you look at the actual content of the labels, what you will see is a, uh, a fictitious label that actually has liposomes, but they're actually putting a fossil title choline liposome, not the actual quercetin is being infused in liposome. So they get away from some fictitious or fake labeling um, uh, practice by really putting, let's say, a lipid, a phosphatidylcholine uh, supplement in there because the processing, uh, the price, the amount of money that it costs to process a liposomal is very high. Uh, therefore, you can get away from putting quercetin not in a liposomal uh, encapsulation format, but you can put a phosphatidylcholine, which is already going to be encapsulated in a liposomal or phytosomal for that matter. Uh, and get away from putting liposomal or phytosomal on a label, which is not which is fictitious because the reality is you're not really encapsulating the the quercetin in liposomal technology. Uh, so, um, in in reference to that, we offer a liposomal quercetin that has eighty four to eighty six percent bioavailability, and and basically what that means is you consume four hundred milligrams of a liposomal quercetin, you're probably absorbing about 344 milligrams. Everything else that you're going to see, unless it says liposomal quercetin and the actual quercetin is encapsulated in, in liposomal technology, is going to be about 14 to 16% uh, 
bioavailability. So on a 500 milligram dosage, you're getting 80 milligrams. Compare that to 344 that you would be getting from a pharmaceutical compounded formula that uh, has some of the highest bioavailability in the marketplace. So I hope that sheds some light uh, into the technology and supplementation, and the actually uh, the uh, pharmaco um, dynamics of how some of these uh, supplements are binding to receptors and binding to your body for maximum absorption. So I hope that helps. I'll talk to you guys soon.